Hello and welcome to Marriage and Money, a conversational podcast about personal financial topics aimed at taking the money stress out of marriage and turning the focus to enjoying life together. This is a weekly discussion brought to you by a seemingly financially incompatible couple bonded by the legal contract of marriage. My name is David, your favorite saver, and I'm joined today by the spender I enjoy dreaming big with, Heather. We have a great show for you today. Today we're going to be talking about setting financial goals as a couple. But first, I want to find out what's going on in our lives here, and specifically with you, Heather. Oh, my goodness. I am so good. So I think we've shared on this podcast that we are on an expat assignment in Singapore right now. So we have been locked down in our lovely island of Singapore since the end of March. Um, And so we were able to have an opportunity. Well, yeah, I'm not sure if people know that we're locked down because there's this little thing called COVID going on. Um, this pandemic, in case you're not aware, not a lot of flights going in and out because yeah, of that. we can't really go anywhere. So anyway, we were able to get an opportunity. We had a reason to come back to the United States and able to find a way. So we, um, just spent two weeks in the United States and got to see our family and it was just so good for my heart. Oh, oh man. So and you great. know, I, it was really good for my mental health because not being able to travel more than eight miles from where I'm living is gets me a little claustrophobic. And so I I was able to drive uh, to Walmart, which is about 10 miles away. And so it was like, oh gosh, just a, just a run to Walmart is more than I could ever do in the past, uh, which I just was like, oh, this is so amazing. I've never been so excited to go to Walmart in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's been so nice to be home and our family has been amazing and come to visit us. And anyway, it was just really good for my heart. And I know that sounds super cheesy, but um it's been really good. I mean, I've really enjoyed being locked in an apartment in a country with you, David, um, not seeing anybody, but I was excited to Uh-oh. see the rest of my family. No, well, no offense, but... <laughs> no, it's been good to see family. I've enjoyed being able to go go visit family uh, as well, And uh, but yeah, I've also kind of missed you during this time because <laughs> I, I haven't seen you 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, during the two weeks we've been here. So I'm going through a little Heather withdrawal right now. Oh, well, I guess absence does make the heart grow fonder. (laughs) I guess we've learned that. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, one of the things I like so much about visiting with family is that we get to dream together about what's possible. When when I meet up with with family members, I'm talking about we're talking about what we, things we like to do together, um, future trips we'd like to have, hopes for each other's jobs and and our our futures. And today we're doing exactly that uh, as a couple here with this discussion about talking about goal setting. Uh, so what are goals? Well, a goal can really be anything that leads to a positive outcome. It's how structuring. Um, something so that you, you, you can have a better life than you have today. And these goals oftentimes have financial implications, even if they're not financially motivated goals, um, likely there's some financial implications. So I, I think they all fit in, into this umbrella of uh, marriage and money. <laughs> this is another topic that I absolutely love. I know it, I said that last just time. Just like every topic, huh? <laughs> I know I said that last time. Hmm, it's, almost, it's almost like I get to potentially influence the topics. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about this conversation because it's something that I really love to talk about and to do. Awesome. So I I think talking about goal setting is really important because it allows us, it's that foundation that a lot of times I I think we need to build our, 
our personal finances on. I mean, so we're building out our finances and as a couple to fulfill a plan to to have to have a certain life, to live a certain way, to um, do to do certain things. And so you can't do those things unless you have the money to support it, right? So goal setting gets you both on the same page. Uh, both as a couple so that you can work towards those goals together. Previously, we talked about rowing in the same direction in a previous episode. This is that. It's hard to just happen to accomplish things in life. If you really want to be successful and complete things and get where you want to go, you have to acknowledge that. You have to say, this is what I'm going to do and put a plan together and start focusing on it. It does, life doesn't always, for some people it might just happen, but usually it does not just happen. You have to be working towards it. Good things seldom happen accidentally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Even things that happen by chance, like winning the lotto, you have to buy the lottery ticket, which I don't recommend for the record. That's Do not right. buy lottery tickets. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so probably a bad analogy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yes, I, I think this is foundational as it gets everybody on the same page. It, it, it gets a couple on the same page and heads them in the same direction. Um, and I, I think back to how we started dreaming. And that started early on in our relationship, right? I mean, we were dreaming as a couple back when we were dating. Yeah, I mean, I think it was really important when we were just dating to talk about what we wanted to see, what what, what we wanted our life to look like. You know, if if we had different ideas and different dreams, I don't know that we would have chosen to get married. And so those were fun conversations to talk about what we wanted. I think dreaming is really important. You know, you should dream on, dream <laughs> on, dream on. The music is back. I mean, think about it. Dreaming is like the best part of sleeping. I mean, oh sleeping is pretty awesome. I just love sleeping, but it's um, it's really fun. Heather is quite proud that she sleeps better than everyone else. I'm pretty good at sleeping. <laughs> it, it should be on my resume. But um, but yeah, it was fun to have those conversations as we started thinking about is this something? Is this somebody I can spend my life with? Because if you have different dreams, if you someone wants to move to Singapore and have an expat assignment, and someone wants to just stay in Minnesota, it's probably Someone's either going to be sacrificing and not be happy or I, I don't know, or someone's going to sacrifice. Someone's going to sacrifice. So it's good to have those conversations and talk about what life could look like. Right. And so when we were when early on, we I remember um, we Heather was living in New York at the time and we were walking along the water's edge um, in New York and we were talking about uh, the types of type of house we want to live in. And they were talking about how, oh, wouldn't it be great to live in a lake home in Minnesota wouldn't it be great to um, not, you know, I think even then we were talking about we don't, we don't want to have debt. We're, we're against debt. We were talking about how, um, what what our thoughts were for how many kids we wanted to have and what we were looking at for retirement and what kind of a, a trap, what kind of travel we would do. And we were having all these grand conversations that, were just really exciting, and I think it was exciting because we were on the same page, and the, a lot of these, a lot of these goals were going in the same direction. And again, we we want to, and, and and I think they, they don't necessarily all have to be in the same direction, but I think the the major ones you want to make sure you're aligned on, right? Yeah. So this may sound like a completely foreign concept to you, like what are you talking about? So if you're like, I've never done this, I don't know how to do it. Let me just give a few suggestions. Number one. 
you may want to open a bottle of wine oh, or pour a cocktail. But is that your answer to everything? <laughs> Opening a bottle of wine? I feel like I feel like it, it's step one in a lot of your your plans. It's true. It's maybe you know step zero, but you need to be you need to loosen up. You need to be relaxed. You need to set make sure you have time. This isn't a conversation to be like, all right, we got 15 minutes before we go pick up the kids. Let's talk this. You need to set time aside. You need to not be stressed. You know, maybe it's going out to dinner or going on a walk. David and I have some of our best conversations on a walk. Um, so you can't be having your back of mind. I got to pick up the kids or I got to do this chore. You got to set time aside and also like know that it's coming. Like, hey, we're going to have this conversation next week so that you can start on your own kind of having ideas and having them percolate a little bit in your head and ahead of time. And don't limit yourself. Like, no, you know, they, the cheesy statement, there's no bad idea. There really isn't. Like, this is the time to you'll have time later to put and be to jump into David mode and get realistic and put like plans together. But in this <laughs> That's phase, David it's like... mode? What, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say fun killer. Oh, but come I mean... on. You, it sounds like you just did. Just because just because I look at the, the numbers and say, OK, yeah, you might want to go live on Mars. But what are the odds that we're actually going to be able to fund a space program to live on Mars? That makes me the fun killer. Well, why don't we just jump in your time machine and go into the future where there is colony? Okay, there's always there's always an option uh, for Heather. Heather's our our dreamer, um, which is I think why you do do such a great job uh, setting these goals. Yeah. So yeah, I think a few of like when when we set goals, I don't know uh, what what are a few of the goals that we've set that you think resonate well with you. Um, I'm thinking of goals. I mean, I mentioned a couple of them before, but when we started dreaming, we were thinking about all these big things. Um, We we also were were thinking about things like let's let's pay off our let's pay off our um, our our, the the loan on our car, right? Let's pay off the the personal loan. Let's let's uh, get our house taken care of. Pay off the house. Let's. I feel like early on, a lot of our goals, our financial goals, were focused around the house or the debt and eliminating the debt. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's changed as we've gone, right? I think it was a little bit, when we started, I think it was a little bit more short term. Like, sure, we had that conversation like, oh, we want to live on a lake or, you know, do something big, but we were more focused on, and maybe that was always in the back of the head. It was like, to in order to get there, we need to get kind of our financial house in order. And so we put some more shorter term goals on to your point a lot of ours were kind of tackling debt and getting out of debt yeah um, so i think that's my point is that yes we had these amazing big goals around this is the awesome lifestyle we want to have and what we want to work towards um but then there was like the hard work of okay in order to do that we got to hit these milestones i'm going to call them milestones like i'm a project manager so i t- talk in terms of milestones and timelines and uh, and tasks and so we had these these milestones of, in order to, to to work towards to afford that lake house, we had to take care of, we had to take care of this debt that's dragging dragging down our income, dragging down our ability to do things, and so it's it, paying that off. And then our tasks every every month are let's make a little bit extra payment, a little bit extra payment. And yeah, I mean, I think it, you have to transition from the dream right to saying now here's the goal, and then even the goal you need to break them down into bite size, kind of like a little bite size fun snicker bar. Um, you know, think about it that way, how here's a little step here and then follow that plan. Um, 
in order to attack it and hit those milestones along the way. Exactly. And we, we've been talking a lot about so far about goals as a couple, but it's it's okay to have goals as an individual as well. And I, I think, um, you know, for me, it's I've, I've kind of struggled with individual goals a little bit in that um, I, I have a tough time kind of going off on my own, in my own world and then coming up with a whole bunch of ideas for this is what I want to do next. But, you know, I have I have hobbies and I'm like, okay, I want to do this in my hobby. I want to, I want to, update this on the car or I want to, um, have this experience. Um, and I don't know if that's a goal, um, but it, it's not terribly personally developed, personal development type goal, but, uh, it's important to be able to have those things that, that you want personally. And, and so each person has a couple of those and then you can come together on some things as well. Right. Yeah, I agree. You need a combination. It's, it's good. You do need shared goals because you should be growing together as a couple and working on things together, but you are still an individual and you have your own individual desires and interests and things. So, you know, what I try to do is try to have a balance of personal goals that are usually in three areas. You know, one's usually a physical uh, goal, like with my, you know, health and, and the ones obviously financial is always a component of goals. And then third is usually a mental, like how do I better myself, leadership, you know, books that I'm reading, things like that. So I try to put them in those kind of categories and, you know, we don't always necessarily have shared goals in all of those three categories, but, um, you know, it is a combination of shared goals as well as individual goals. Right. And, and, what if what about can I add I'd like to make some goals for you so what if I were to add some well, joint goals I was just gonna like say... some individual goals that I would maybe just help you along with because maybe I think hey you know you're lacking in this area you could probably use a you could probably use an individual goal yeah I would recommend that as not to do that what I would suggest you don't do that but, so but but what if year, I have a really good goal idea for you yeah so one year we go to our annual family meeting and we all both come individual. you know we worked individually to come up with our ideas every year and um David comes to the table and you know I present mine I've got here's things I'm gonna do here's things we should do and then David's like oh I got this great idea for you Heather I'd like <laughs> to give you a goal he, he, he's he been wanting me to get scuba certified for years. And I kept saying, no, no. And then he presents it as a goal. And he knows that I am so goal-oriented and focused. It's because I'm I not... want to spend time with you. Oh, my goodness. And I was not going to turn down this goal. And so knowing that I did not want to do this, he throws it out as a goal for me. So I would... Depends on how your marriage is, but I would probably not recommend But we're that. still married. You still <laughs> love me, I hope. And... Um, yeah, so I'm not necessarily advocating that you set goals for your spouses. It's probably a bad idea. It's probably a bad idea. But um, but yeah, I, I'm as I mentioned before, my goals are oftentimes structured around my hobbies. And so scuba diving is kind of a hobby. And I'd like to involve my wife in my hobby every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so this might sound really corporate and formal, but um, it is. It is really, I think it is a good thing for a couple to do. And it can evolve. Like if you're just, we've never done a goal. We've never talked about it. It's just start simple, set set one goal. Um, for us, it's completely evolved. When we first got married, we didn't really have shared goals. You know, we had conversations like David mentioned and dreams and, and uh, didn't really have a plan on how to attack those things. And I was always more of the goal setter and had more 
formalized personal goals. And then it's kind of evolved through the years to actually verbalizing them and writing them down. And, and now we have a, we have a formal, you know, annual process where we set our goals and check in. And, and one of the things that that's helped with is that because we now have these joint goals and we've said, here are our priorities as a couple, it makes those individual priorities clearer. So uh, for instance, um, as we've, we've said, we have taken this assignment in Singapore. Well, doing so negatively impacted my career. Um, so, you know, I, I make less money. I had to turn, I was starting into a new, new job and I had to turn down that new job that I was starting. But the, the piece about that was that it still fit into, while it, while it hurt my, my personal goals, it forwarded our goals as a couple overall, because we, we were able to do more of the travel or we thought we'd be able to do more of the travel that, that we had wanted to do. Um, it, it helped, um, Heather's career and we have, have said that we wanted to give preference to, to Heather's career. So I think that's helped as well. So I, I think it, it makes those types of hard decisions a little bit easier because you get to filter those decisions through the lens of what are our goals as a couple versus what are my goals. And through the me lens, it's instead through the us lens. Yeah. And I think if you're married or in a relationship, you know that you have to make sacrifices that someone's it, it i should say if you're happily in a relationship <laughs> that's a good point yes <laughs> there are sacrifices and it can change so like david mentioned we've prioritized my career but there are other times i mean that can change throughout but it, it does require sacrifices when you're in a couple if you want to you know be successful in your goals and you want to make those sacrifices because because you're rowing the same direction again i keep going back to that analogy but because excuse me because we're going the same direction um we want to do those things because it's in our best interest it's not in my best interest or your best interest it's in our best interest exactly um and so when we so now we we have all these uh, we have all these goals identified um, you said it's important to pick two or three of them, right? And I would I would agree with that. But then we need to identify how do we how do we work these financial go- how do we work these goals into our financial planning? They might not all be financial goals. Maybe your goal is is that you need to um, you need to get healthier, and that might involve eating better food that might be more expensive, or it might involve getting a gym membership, or um, buying some cute workout clothes well, so that you something can look cute. you don't need because you're already <laughs> plenty cute. So you don't need any new clothes. Let's just be clear. You, you have plenty of clothes. Uh, is that true? <laughs> uh, but, but the point is, is that these things need to be worked into your financial planning. So, um, so something like, um, So like we had a goal of we want to travel more when we're in when we're in Singapore. And so we said, okay, how does how is this going to impact our financial planning? So we we had while we were in the U.S., we had a travel budget that we had set. And then moving to Singapore, we said, well, that travel budget's not going to work for all the travel that we need to squeeze into the short time we're in Singapore. So we had to make adjustments to our monthly budget to make sure we could fund that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we COVID happened and there was no travel. So then it was re-looking at it again to say, okay, we have all this 
money that we've been putting towards travel and we're not traveling. So do we still want to do that or have we reached that? And now is it time to change and maybe put some of that money elsewhere or what, what do we need to do to adjust with the situation? So, you know, you need to check in regularly. It doesn't necessarily need to be every day, every week, every month, but you need to be checking in on a regular basis to say, okay, this was our goal. Here's how we're doing. Is this still where we're going? Exactly. Yeah. And another another big goal that we have, of course, and I think most people have it, is is a retirement goal. And so we say, okay, we wanna we wanna retire at this age, and we think we're gonna need a certain amount of money to do that. And so, in order to make that happen, we have to save at a at a certain rate. And so then, on a regular basis, we need to check in, and we happen to do it once a month. I I don't know what the right um, frequency is for everyone it might differ but we we check in to say are we on track to reach that goal is our savings goal for retirement on track or not and if it's not what adjustments do we need to make and, and that's also, a monthly discussion and also just getting on the right same page on that so i remember oh yeah when, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when david and i first had this conversation we were meeting with our financial advisor and he was like what does retirement look like for you guys <laughs> and david was like I want to retire as soon as possible tomorrow. It's fine. I, I want to live in a card. I'm fine living in a cardboard box. I don't need anything. I'll just, <laughs> but I want to retire. And I was like, huh? Yeah. That's not going to fly for me. Like, yes, I'm excited over very well. to retire, but I will not be living in a cardboard box. So you got to figure out like what that looks like together. So we've now reached a, I feel like we've reached a I, I feel like we've come around on that. Or I, I, yeah, I feel like we reached a happy medium basically by me coming to where you were, but. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good way to compromise. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. We, we now have reached a, an agreement on yeah, that. Yeah. And which it's I think we're too bad towards. that you're going to have to work a couple years longer than me because you're younger I, than me. But I don't know that we've okay. agreed I'll on that. I'll try it out. I'll try it out and let you know how retirement goes. I don't know that we've necessarily agreed on that component yet. <laughs> we're not that much different in age. <laughs> and for the record, I started working a couple years earlier than you. So there's that. Well, I guess it's now on the record. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so also as you're tracking in, you know, tracking these goals and checking in on them, um you should celebrate along the way. So it's it, you know, some of these goals, especially like retirement, right? That is like way out there. How are we going to get there? So let me, let me guess. Step zero is wine. <laughs> well, it's an option, right? I mean, it is definitely an option, but it's good to, to as we go back to the Snickers, like you have your little bite-sized bite milestones. So as you reach those milestones, it's good to celebrate. So for example, you know, I had a weight loss goal this year and I've been working towards it. And so after every 10 pounds, again, as David, surprise, 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 we would oh. celebrate with a bottle of wine. Oh, wine. Interesting. <laughs> I think, I wonder how many people on the, the podcast <laughs> listeners here think you're an alcoholic based on oh how much wine you, you talk about. It's a hobby. Um... <laughs> Can wine be a hobby? <laughs> collecting oh. wine right oh uh, sorry i'm getting off track yeah anyway <laughs> so that's what we would celebrate so it's really important whatever that looks like for you you know celebrate good times come on oh, so you gotta celebrate. you gotta do a little celebrate oh, to my. keep keep on track and keep working towards that 
Oh, um, yeah. No, celebration's important, and it, it doesn't have to be wine. Wine's not for everybody, but it, yeah, it could be doing a little something special, going out to and, eat. It could be just, I don't know, doing something you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, and also, as you're checking in on goals, I would also caution, this kind of goes back to the setting, um, the advice I gave on setting the goals. I would also recommend that you start with checking in on your own goals and the shared goals, but maybe not pointing out the other person's. So, like, saying, oh, so... How's that not biting your fingernails going or something <laughs> like that as an example? You know, maybe just focus on. <laughs> but sometimes, doesn't sometimes the other person need a reminder that that goal was set and that they need to be thinking about that goal? If they or... have invited you into that, then yes. But I would just, have, has that person be invited you in married. by marrying you ever? Does, <laughs> yes. does that sound like a, an, an invitation? No. <laughs> Okay, that's I have to go to back and look at that contract. I, I think I need to be reviewing some of these, uh, some of these pointers as well. It's I'm hearing. I feel like a lot of these pointers are more for me than they are for their audience. <laughs> <laughs> you so can tell some, I have a lot to work on. So sometimes there are going to be disappointments along the way. I know this is going to sound surprising, but we may not reach every goal that you have in life. I certainly haven't. So, for example, I know I've mentioned weight loss, and I'm sure nobody can relate to that. And this is probably a really hard example for everybody to kind of follow. But, you know, I've had weight loss, I feel like, my whole life, like, trying to lose weight, and then I'd lose it, and I'd gain it, and then I'd hold it. And so I finally lost it again. So, you know, you are going to have disappointments, not every goal. And it's just, that's okay. Like, it's pick yourself back up, acknowledge it, and uh, figure out. If you're going to continue on that goal, like what can you do to be successful or maybe you need to try something else, but there will be, you know, disappointments along the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some of them are, are smaller than, than others. And like, and we, we've had disappointments as well as a couple, like, so at one time um, we, we had planned on having, having kids, right? So we had, and I mentioned that earlier, we don't have kids currently. It didn't work out for us that way, but as a result of coming to that that disappointment we've adjusted our goals and adjusted our life accordingly um and and life has been good and but i i think because we haven't been able if we hadn't been able to make adjustments to those goals if we had kept living in that disappointment things would be very different so i, I would highly recommend resist the urge to live in that disappointment change your goals change your direction and um, go where the, your momentum is. All right. Well, thanks for an awesome conversation. I'm excited for our next goal check-in, David. So obviously, we want you guys to continue this conversation at home. Um, so I'm not sure if you've ever had this conversation about goals. So if you haven't, we want you to sit down um, and have a dreaming session. Start there, like uh, like we gave you some tips on. Um, and if you've, if you've had one recently, sit down and revisit and check in on how you're doing against those goals. Maybe you need to make some changes as things have kind of changed in the world. Um, but either do an initial dreaming session or check in on on how you're doing today. So we've kind of already shared a little bit about our goals. So we're going to talk today, uh, wrap this up by, David, what is something you would tell someone who's never done a dreaming or goal setting conversation with their spouse? What advice would you give them? My big advice, and I know I touched on this earlier, is do it together because this, as I said, is foundational to 
foundational to how you are going to structure your finances. Your finances are going to be structured in order to achieve your goals. And so you want to be 100% aligned with, um, with your spouse on working towards those goals. So have that conversation together. Also, the, the reason, another reason I think it's important is because for someone like myself who doesn't do as good of a job uh, in coming up with these ideas and these goals independently, it helps to have someone to bounce these ideas off of and to flush them out in, in a more real way. Um, and, and then as you're having these goal settings, be flexible on it. Understand that, that life changes, that uh, you need to adapt your goals in order to continue to, to improve them or to, um, to, to adapt to life, life situations. And that oftentimes those, those new changes you make or, or have to make because of the, your situation in life might actually be better than the original goal to begin with. And so be very open to that. That's awesome. Now, I know this might sound, this conversation might sound like something very corporate and formal to a lot of you, but guess what? It works. Like this works for companies, it works for people. So if you want to succeed in life, you need to know where you're going and you need to know how you're going to get there. So it is a really important discussion in your financial life and your personal life on where you're going. And as David mentioned, you really need to do it together as a partner. Um, one little tidbit, I would just, um, little piece of advice I would suggest, this is something my sister does, and I think it's a really great idea, is she cuts out pictures of what are her goals that she's working on or what they're working on together and posts them, I think, in her closet. You could put them on the fridge, wherever. And it's just that frequent, you know, daily or how often reminder of what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. And hopefully we'll give you that little motivation to stick to it and, and think about it regularly because, you know, life is meant to be enjoyed and it's a journey. So you should really be enjoying along the way. But also we want you, we want you to get where you want to go in life. So I think this is a really key way of doing that. Yeah. I like that, that example because uh, oftentimes life gets hard and we, we've, when life is hard, we go back to our, our defaults and our default behavior and we get out of those those uh, daily routines that we were in that we were using to work towards our goals. And so having that reminder um, when things are tough that nope, this is the big picture, this is what I'm working towards, I need to stick with it is really important. So um, thank you so much for a great conversation today, Heather. Uh, as always, uh, always a pleasure to to talk and dream with you and looking forward to continuing that. But I, I think this wraps up our conversation for today. And I just want to remind everyone that whether you're a spender or a saver, remember that your best financial life lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs>